Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call this morning. We welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you most and foremost, Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, our King. I was listening to the words of the song that was that was played this morning, the worship. Just so peaceful. We want more of your presence. We want more of your power. We want more of your glory. We want to know you, Father. Come and fill this place. Fill it with your mercy, your grace, Holy Spirit. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your love. All-consuming fire. Come, Holy Spirit. That's our prayer this morning. That's our prayer this morning. Holy Spirit, come and fill us afresh. We know that we are made right with you, Father, by our faith, and we believe you. So have your way, Father. Do what you want to do this morning. We trust you, Father. We trust you, God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Speak through our devotion leader. Pray through our prayer leader. Hear and pray. Intercede through each one of your intercessors and your watchmen that have joined this call this morning. Just have your way completely. We yield to you. Work it in us, Father, that which is well-pleasing unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to say good morning again to each one of you. May God bless you richly for waking up at 5 a.m. to join the prayer call this morning. God's grace is upon you just with that number. (laughs) Amen to number five. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator today. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, and we bless them in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we say good morning to you. We also want to say good morning to our prayer call controller, Sister Kima Joseph. Good morning, Sister Kima. We bless you, sis, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Our devotion leader is Minister Rodney Blanchard. Good morning, Minister Rodney. How are you doing today, sir? Good morning, Sister Charlene, and good morning to our bishop and Pastor Adrian and to the first family and to every elder and minister who, pastor who might be on the line. It's an honor and a privilege to bring the devotion this morning. Amen. God bless you, sir. It is definitely an honor and privilege. 
Our prayer requests and any praise reports that have been submitted will be offered by Sister Myrna Whitstone. Sister Myrna, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Charlene and Minister Rodney. I am wonderful. How are you? I am well. Thank you, sis. Without further ado, we're going to move forward. Minister Rodney, we're ready for the devotion. Good morning again uh, to all of you on the line. I'm I'm just excited this morning. I know it's early, but we thank God for your sacrifice um, this morning, scripture is found in Romans 3 and 22. The word of the Lord says, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. Um, this This morning's devotion subject is God makes us righteous. God makes us righteous. There are a few things um, I want to talk about in, in the next 10 minutes I have with you. First thing is, let's be clear what righteousness is and what righteousness is not. Righteousness is an attribute of God. It's the character of God. It, it, it is who God is. It is who he will always be. And our goal is to be Christ-like. Um, it, it is important to know that righteousness is real simple. It means to be in right standing with God. Watch this. I'm not perfect, but I'm in right standing. I haven't always dotted all my T's and uh, dotted all my I's, and I haven't always uh, crossed all my T's, but I'm in right standing with God. And some of you on this call, and even those of you who may catch this on the replay, have been taught wrong theology that when you have done an unrighteous act, you are no longer, you no longer have a right to my God. And I must admit that there was a time when I too believed that being righteous had more to do with how I behaved than what I believed. God, I think I'll say that again. Righteous, it was a time that I thought righteous had had more to do with how I behaved than what I believed. So I literally, watch this, would focus more on what I did wrong than what I did right. Like me, I'm sure I'm not the only believer who had misunderstanding of what righteous men and how righteous is acquired, how righteousness is acquired. Many believers like myself used to believe righteousness is acquired by the things we do as Christians. That we must daily fulfill our Christian checklist and, and when we don't or when we fail, this means we are unrighteous. But after studying the word and studying Romans and studying the Bible, I am no longer ignorant to the fact that righteousness is a gift from God to those who believe on his son, Jesus Christ. According to the Bible, it says, we must believe and confess, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession 
is made unto salvation. And those who don't believe continue to stay and live in an unrighteous state of mind, not the believer. Paul let us know that righteousness is acquired according to your faith for those who have received salvation. You become righteous in God's sight because when he looks at you, he doesn't see you and he doesn't see your filth. He sees his son. You have been justified. And simply what is justified just, justify means, I, I like to say it like this, just as if you didn't do it. Because many have not understood the righteousness of God, which is by faith they have failed to experience the real joy of life. The message of righteousness is the gospel. It's the good news. The moment you hear this word, it should cause faith to rise up in your heart, which will cause you to want to receive salvation. And in the emphasis of my Christian life, I didn't realize that, but I'm glad I know that now. So let me encourage you this morning. You are not unrighteous because you didn't do right or because you didn't fulfill the righteous list. Look what Romans 4 and 5 says, but people are counted as righteous not because of their work, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. Yes. And if you are not careful, the enemy will use a spirit of condemnation to manifest in your mind and in your thoughts, all because you feel like you can't be a righteous Christian. Righteousness is God seeing right in us solely and completely based on him not seeing you, but seeing what Christ has done for you and through you. Righteousness is a gift, and a gift is given voluntarily without a payment in return. Romans 4 and 17 says, the gift of righteousness shall reign in the life by one Jesus Christ. Righteousness is a gift. I can't say that enough. Righteousness is a gift from God based on your belief that his son came to carry all the sins of the world. He died, but he rose again on the third day. Look what Romans 3 and 24 in the Amplified said. And being justified, declared free of the guilt of sin, made acceptable to God, and granted eternal life as a gift by his precious, undeserved grace. So it is not based on our good works and our good looks and our good conduct and how morally upright you are, you are not righteous based on uh, you feeding the unfortunate. The gift of righteousness is not bestowed upon you based on how many scriptures you memorize. Your good works does not earn you the gift of righteousness, nor does it get you into heaven. You must believe. You must believe. Don't get me wrong. God wants us to do these things, but it's not a prerequisite to receive the gift of righteousness. Now that I've cleared that up, I need you to also understand that 
you must continuously clean yourself up. In other words, don't get complacent. Don't get comfortable. Righteous living is a lifestyle, not an event. It doesn't have a period, but it has commas. And as Christians, you will fall short and you will miss the mark. Sin will creep up on you out of nowhere. And it is not pleasing in God. And it must be dealt with immediately. Don't wait to repent. Remember, the word of God says in 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, and here it is, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So in my closing, be clear what righteousness is and what righteousness isn't. It is granted and it is and it is granted to you based on what you believe and not how you behave. When you believe, your behavior will come under subjection. Righteousness is a gift that you didn't earn but was bestowed upon you freely. Let me remind you, don't let condemnation settle in your mind. It is the trick of the enemy. And lastly, living a righteous life is a continual process. All you have to do, though, is repent and ask God for forgiveness. So, Father, we honor you, and we bless you, and we thank you. We thank you because we are your sons and your daughters. Therefore, we thank you for the gift of righteousness. Father, we also realize that it was not our works that got your attention, but it was our faith that we exercised that got your attention. So, Father, I come against the spirit of condemnation. I come against the spirit of guilt, shame, and dishonor. And, Father, I declare we are free and forgiven. Father, don't take uh, our guard down. For, don't allow us to take our guard down, for we know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So let us continually, daily strive to live the righteous life that is pleasing, not in the eyes of man, but, Father, in your eyes. And we'll continue to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Minister Rodney, for that powerful devotion this morning, the righteousness of God. Amen. And we can only have that by faith in the Lord, where we are made right with God by our faith in Jesus Christ. Thank you again, Minister Rodney. That was a blessed word. All right, Sister Myrna, we're ready for you, my sister. Saints, let's stand together in agreement where God commands the blessing. Amen? So let's stand in unity, agreeing as one, touching here on earth. We know Father hears us, and he will grant our petitions. We're ready, sis. Uh, we're going to start with the praise reports. Um, one from Tracy Rogers. 
Thank you for being in agreement with me and my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Nancy Potter, who was diagnosed with breast cancer in October. On October 19th, the New Destiny prayer team prayed for Dr. Potter and her surgery was successful on October 27th. The surgeon confirmed post-surgery there was no more tumors or signs of cancer. We are so thankful to the Most High God for his healing power and faithfulness to his people. Our scriptures were Psalms 103, 3-5. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. And Psalm 107, 19-20, Lord, help. They cried in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. And Jeremiah thirty seventeen, I will give you back your health and heal your, heal your wounds, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We rejoice, Father, with Tracy and with Dr. Potter, Father God, in in your healing hand over her life. Father, may her testimony be shared frequently and constantly about your goodness. Another praise report from the evangelism team. Abraham receives salvation and he wants to learn more about Jesus. Nick thanks God for his two jobs. Nick also received salvation and came to jerk came to church and joined on Sunday. Praise God. Father, we thank you for the continued work of the evangelism team at New Destiny. We thank you, Father God, for being the hands and feet of the people, that they see Jesus, that they see God, that they know that they are loved, that they are seen, and that they are heard right where they are. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father, for the work that you're doing. Another prayer requests from the evangelism team. Uh, for the unhoused to be united with families, to Father, during this season, soften hearts so that um, families can be reunited, Father God. God, that's so important, during not just during this season, Father God, but just in general, that f- families would be reunited and welcomed home and forgiveness would take place in their in those homes. Uh, for housing before the winter months and jobs so that they could support themselves. Father God, there's so many resources out there. Turn the hearts of the directors that operate in with these resources, Father God, that already have them in place for housing and jobs and training to reach out to the unhoused in our area, Father God, during this season, before before the real cold sets in, before the Rain won't stop, Father God, so they'll be warm, so they'll have an opportunity for their mind to be renewed so they can take a breath, Father God, and know that they're safe. Father, um, the next one is for healing. Uh, Healing them from diabetes, COPD, gout, knee pain, and neuropathy. Father, you are Jehovah Jireh, and there is no other. There is nothing that you can't do, Father. You are no respecter of persons, Father. What you do for one, you will do for another. 
so that you will receive the glory, the honor, and the praise. For Vivica, for a good report that there is no cancer in her body. Touch her now, Father, right where she is. There is no cancer in her body, for you are the healer. Touch her and crown her with your glory. Breathe on Vivica, Father. Let her know that you love her and that you see her. For Nick and Diamond requesting prayer for a healthy baby. This baby, Father God, was created for purpose and on purpose. So, Father, we give this baby back to you. We ask, Father God, that you breathe life, your life, into this baby, Father God. And this baby will be whole, healthy, complete, lacking nothing, and will live for you all of its days. Nina's mom passed away, and she's asked that the Lord will strengthen her in her time of sorrow. Father, you said in your word that you will comfort those who mourn. So wrap your loving arms around Nina and comfort her. Holy Spirit, comfort her. Comfort her heart. Comfort her mind. May she not be anxious for nothing during her season of mourning. Holy Spirit, overwhelm Nina with your peace. And for Tremaine, desperately in need of a job so he won't lose his housing. Holy Spirit, guide Tremaine to the job that he needs for this season. A job, Father, that will exceed his expectation. Open a door, Father, that will take his breath away, that he will be the first to give you the glory and the honor and the praise because he knows that that job, he couldn't have gotten it on his own, regardless of if he's qualified or not, Father, that Tremaine would know that you did it and that you would get the glory. And for Stephen is praying that he will be able to get his social security started. So, Father, help Stephen complete the paperwork, do the due diligence, do what is necessary in a timely manner, Father God, so that he'll have his Social Security checks during this season, Father God, and he will not go without it. And he'll know, Father God, that this process was quick because it was you, Father God, because Stephen will know that there is a God. And Stephen will know that God loves him and that God showed up for him. In Jesus' name, Father, we lift up Keith Jones, who suffered a mild heart condition that is now affecting the ability to visit his family. Father, Keith is somebody's uncle. Keith is somebody's father. Keith is somebody's brother, Father God. Father, and in this season, no one should be alone, regardless of what they're facing. Touch Keith's heart, Father God, with new strength. May his heartbeat be the rhythm that it's supposed to be. From the crowning of his head, Father, to the soles of his feet, may Keith rely completely and totally on you. And may he be aware, Father, that it's by your grace that he has the strength that he does. We declare that Keith's heart is strong, revitalized, renewed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we lift up Helen Smith to you, who needs to make a decision regarding the procedure for AFib. You know her story, Father. 
you know the struggles that she's faced prior. Her desire, Father God, is that her heart would be completely whole, where AFib won't be an issue and won't be a setback for her any longer. Father, we ask that you have your way in Helen and that your will be done. We give you full permission to do what you do best, Father. You heal, deliver, and set her free. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over Helen's heart now and command her heart to be whole now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, continue to guide and lead Helen in her season of decisions so that she's not out of step with the perfect will of our Father over her life. So we thank you, Father, that she hears you, that she knows you, and she loves you. Have your way, Father, and guide her. Father, we lift up Minette Frost, who is currently fighting cancer again and is currently in the hospital. She's won this fight before, Father, so we're expecting another W on behalf of Minette. She's been visiting New Destiny and sitting under truth. She's been sitting under the true, compromising, uncompromising word of God, the living word of God. She's listening to the sermons of righteousness and living by faith. So, Father, we align our faith with Minette for complete and total healing for every single cancer cell in her body in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet and cancer will not come back. It's no longer welcome in her body. Her body belongs to the living God and she is sealed with the guarantee of the Holy Spirit. Father, in the midst of minutes battle, we act as she waits with great expectation for her total healing May she share with boldness and confidence your goodness with the nurses and the doctors that are assigned to her care. Give her the courage to keep her mind focused on you, her faith and her hope strong in you and in your word. Father, we know that there is nothing, nothing that is impossible for you. There is nothing, Father, that you can't do. There is no one, Father, that you cannot heal, that you cannot deliver, and you cannot set free. We know it is your desire that not one would perish. We know, Father God, that you see each and every one of these persons that we've lifted up to you this morning. You know them by name. You know exactly what they need. And you know exactly when to show up. Your word tells us, Father, that by his his stripes, they are already the healed, not the sick. They are whole and complete in you, Father. So, Father, we wait with great expectation to receive more praise reports from your dear ones in order to encourage someone else who may be facing the same thing. Father, have your way. We give you full permission to move how you see fit, to do what you do. Be God. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, and it is so. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And it is so. It is so. Jesus, you get the glory. Father, we thank you for every praise report, every prayer request. In all things, we give you thanks. Thank you, Sister Myrna. Thank you. And thank each one of you, saints, for standing in the gap, praying for ye one for another. Amen. We stand in expectation, knowing that by the stripes of Jesus, they are healed. We are healed. And we agree with every word of God spoken. And we will continue thinking on the things that are true, that are pure, honest, just, lovely, of good report. We believe the report of the Lord. Amen. We want to thank Minister Rodney again for the wonderful word that was brought forth in the devotion. And thank you again, Sister Myrna, for praying out this morning. I want to give you a couple of announcements before we end the call. Please remember to send in your prayer request and praise report. Send them in online to www.newdestiny.online. Click Connect, then Ministries, then Prayer. Scroll down and enter your prayer request. Enter your praise reports there. We love to hear from you. Amen. The praise report encourages our sisters and brothers that they're not alone. God is no respecter of persons. What he's done for others, he will do for you. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. And we are called to pray. We will pray without ceasing. Remember, corporate prayer will be held at the Oakland campus this Saturday. So can we see you out at the Oakland campus this Saturday at 7 a.m.? We only have a couple more Saturdays before the end of this year. So come out and join us as we stand together in unity, praying one for another. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Rodney, Sister Myrna, Sister Kima, and our entire New Destiny family, thank you. We invite you to join us every week, Wednesday and Thursday morning at 5 a.m. Let's go before Father one more time together before we go on with the rest of our day. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you, God. We can only declare what you have spoken because your word is the only thing that will not return back void. It will accomplish what you intend, Father, and in the thing whereto you send it. Father, I declare that your children pursue righteousness and love. Therefore, Father, we find life, prosperity, and honor. I declare it rests upon your children. Father, I declare your children receive your righteousness by faith. You said the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteousness. 
You are our Lord. Therefore, Father, we know that you see every one of us. You hear every one of us. And I pray, dear Father, that you bless the righteous. You said, surely the righteous will never be shaken, but will be remembered forever. And we thank you, Father, that we stand righteous only because of the blood of Jesus. In you, Father, I declare we live, we move, we have our being in your righteousness. Bless your children, Father, I pray. Bless them as only you can do. Bless them just because of the sacrifice of interceding on behalf of others in the wee morning. Bless them, I pray, Father. Now unto you, God, you who are able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all we could ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Unto you, God, be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you all for joining the prayer call this morning. Sister Kima, back in your hands.